everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Wolfpack Leadership and Culture Podcast. My name is Pip and I'll be your host through this time. If you haven't already, please make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast. You can keep up to date with all things leadership and culture. But for now, let's get things started. In the last podcast, I spoke about action and the importance of taking action. We discussed the whole concept of what to do if your to-do list is too daunting, changing it to kill list and just you know you know being accountable to yourself especially during the whole COVID-19 isolation period about actually doing things and being you know accountable and just taking action on a whole in today's podcast I want to continue talking about action but the the importance of taking action why is it important to take take action and why as a leader is it crucial for you to do so now as a leader it's important that you take action a lot of people are hindered by fear at times. It's why they don't take action. They'll really hold themselves back. But when you take action, it shows that you have a strong belief in your team. If you're uncertain about what is to come, how to do something, if you're still able and willing to take action and say, you know what, I'm not sure how this is going to play out, but the team, you know, I know they've got this. I know that together we'll be successful. By doing that, you know, it builds their confidence. You know, they might be nervous about what is to come because no one knows, you know, how it's going to play out. But the fact is you're willing to actually consider them capable of doing this and you believe in them. And that alone is a huge confident booster to your team. So it just will have a knock-on effect as you progress through other challenges They'll know that you have their back and that you believe in them. And speaking from personal experience, when you know that you have an employer who does or does not believe in you, that really affects what you do and how you do it. If you don't believe your employer believes in you, you're less likely to take risks or really you know, pursue certain things because you don't think that they're going to have your back and they don't believe in you and why put yourself out there so you're much more reserved. But when you know that your your leader has your back and believes in you and your team's capabilities, you're more likely to actually a- accomplish new things and just take on new challenges and really grow as a team and as individuals because you, your leader has shown that they have that belief in you. So this is why it's really important as a leader that we, we take action. Like I said, especially during times when we're uncertain about how things are going to play out, we need to still be shown to be doing something. Our team has to have you know, the faith that we have the faith in them, that we have faith in the process, and that we believe in them. We have the confidence in them. Um, you know, We've all seen those movies and documentaries where a leader doesn't do anything or just waits patiently. We can see the crushing nature that has on the team. You know, if you're not willing to be brave and take action, why would your team do the same? It's a whole lead-by-example concept. There'll be times that hopefully if you're doing, um, you know, if you're not micromanaging your team, you'll be giving the team the flexibility of making their own decisions down the line. And if you've shown them that you have the confidence in them to, you know, that when you make those decisions, your team sees that, you know, they'll realize that when they have the ability or the, the need to make a decision, they'll have the confidence to do so themselves. But if you're micromanaging, your team's never going to have that confidence in themselves, firstly, to make those decisions because they'll know that you'll want to come through and make a decision on every single aspect. But if you've 
built your team up to have that level of confidence that you, um, you know, believe in them, that you, you know, you want them to take action. You want them to make those hard calls, especially when they need to, you know, it's, you'll be amazed at how much more successful your team can be. You don't want your team members to have to call you, email you, find you every time for you to make those decisions. And if you find that your team does this, chances are that they don't have the confidence in themselves. And it could definitely stem from you not showing them that you have the confidence in them for taking action or that you've never really shown the confidence in yourself to take action so they don't feel that they can do the same thing. A lot of the time, team members will not want to overstep the the rules of engagement when it comes to their employer, uh, especially their leader. If you're not taking action, they don't want to take action themselves because they might think that you will take that as a personal attack. You know, how can Paul over there? How can he? You know, make some those tough decisions. He's only a junior, but his senior manager Sarah, she's not willing to take. You know, take charge. Maybe Paul's after her job. So a lot of times people, especially you know, lower employees, won't be willing to take action because they don't want to get in trouble because their leader hasn't given them, you know, the confidence in that they believe in them once again. Or that, you know, they have the fear that their leader might be very nervous that they could be coming after them. And it's, you know, it's not a whole usurping aspect. You know, we have to in business, make decisions. Often, when it comes to sales or whatever it is, you sometimes have to make a tough call. And you know, if you don't, you can lose that sale. You can lose that client. So, you know, someone says, "Can you do this?" And if your team knows, you know, the boundaries in which they can operate, and they've seen you make, you know, take action, and they know that they have the ability within reason. Of course, this is always within reason. You know, you have people have to know their boundaries, and that'll be a topic we'll discuss in a different podcast. But it's really essential that we, as leaders, you know, let our team know what you know restrictions they have, where they can and cannot work, what their limitations are, and allow them to take action within that zone. Because by them doing so, you'll find as a leader that you're doing less because they're making some of those simple decisions. They're taking action on some of those simple tasks that's you know allowing you to focus on the big picture allowing you to be really more successful on a different level rather than having to come and make all those small decisions and take action on those little projects that's really going to hold them back. Now, I've spoken with people in the past and they've often, you know, caught themselves in times of not taking action. And people often, well, I've been asked this a couple of times, if I don't know, should I take action or should I just wait until I know more? Quite often, the lack of taking action can be far worse than taking some action and it not being the right one. At least you tried. That's the one big thing that I talk with the teams about is you tried something, it didn't work out, but did you learn something in the process? Yeah, well, now we know how to handle this better. Fantastic. If we simply wait until things, you know, more information comes to light, we're not actually learning we're not really growing the decisions being made for us we're not taking action we can look at uh, times around the globe where leaders have not taken action and we can see the impact it's had on countries um you know i'm not a, this is not a political podcast in a sense but a lot of times you know 
there's been a lot of criticism on how the Australian government handled the the bushfires and how at times it felt that certain people in parliaments you know were not taking action. They're waiting for somebody else to take action. There's almost we'll wait till tomorrow. Um, and there was definitely huge ramifications we saw about that. But using the you know the idea of the bushfires compared to business, if you wait till tomorrow, things change. The wind was a bit stronger, the wind was a bit lighter, there was maybe more humidity, less humidity, it's hotter, it's colder. These are all factors that impact fires. It's the same thing with the business. If you're constantly waiting for more information, you'll get more information tomorrow, but the premise that you started to work on yesterday will not be as accurate because factors have changed within the time. You have to act with the knowledge you have on hand, with the tools you have on hand. I've said it before, I'll say it again, if you wait till you have all the answers, you're not making a decision, you're just going with the, the answer, because it'll be clear, you do this, you succeed, so we do that. But in business and leadership and everything, there's no clear direction on where we should go and how we should get there, but it's only by being brave and confident within our team that will allow us to you know, try these new things and it'll you know, allow us to you know, grow and take action and make mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. And um, no one you know, not listening to this podcast or any podcast is going to allow you to be perfect. But the fact remains, you know, at least you tried by taking action. But if you don't take action, your team will feel as if you don't have the confidence in them, uh, that you don't have the confidence in yourself. And when a team notices that a leader is very scared or nervous, it doesn't fill them with that same level of confidence. It it really shakes them to their core much deeper than it does you. Now, I think back to a number of these different uh, war movies that, that we see, and we see a leader freeze, and everybody beneath them freezes and panics because they can't make a decision because it has to come from that person. They've, you know, that's the individual that has to make the decision. And, you know, often the story, some, you know, other person steps in and takes charge and saves the day. But we see the impact of that one person and the fear that, you know, trickles to the entire team when they refuse to take any sort of action. And this is where the whole aspect of not taking action can take some serious impacts on your team. You know, said they don't, you know, if you don't believe in your team, you're not going to take, you know, take action. And they'll take that personally and they'll be much more guarded. They're not going to be willing to express themselves as much. And it will impact you on a number of different levels. This is why we have to, as leaders, at times take action. You know, you know this, that expression, you know, fortune favors the bold. If you're not bold, if you're not willing to take risks, if you're not willing to take action, you know, you're never going to get there. Let's consider it this way: fishing. You know, there are. You can go out and you can buy all these fancy fishing lures, and you know, you can study the tides. You can study the fish in the lake. You can find out exactly what they like to feed. But in reality, you have to take action. You've got to throw the line in, and you might have to do that twelve to a hundred different times. It's quite rare that you throw your hook in once in the first cast catch the the winning fish you catch the one that's going to feed you for the night chances are you'll catch a small one you got to throw it back was that successful not necessarily if your target was that big that big one 
but you, you, know, you learn something in the process. All right, there's fish here. Maybe I need to make some adjustments because I'm seeing now the size of fish that I'm catching. But you keep on trying. And that's, that's the thing. You're taking action. Another great example is uh, Edison with the invention of the light bulb. He had a dream that he was going to be able to create this thing. And he didn't do it the first time around. It was a thousand some odd times it took him to be able to get the result he wanted. But by taking action each and every single time and reviewing what he did, he was able to grow and improve his techniques. And just consider that you know, the same thing with your team. You know, the light bulb is the success. And every time you try something, the team's getting closer to being successful. And eventually they're going to be successful because you've tried enough times, you've taken enough action. Just like Edison, who eventually got the light bulb. And, you know, it took him many, many goes. He could have quit and given up. And if he did that, someone else may have eventually created the light bulb. They may have seen what he was doing or seen what he you know, quit doing and been like, you know, I got the answer to this. I can solve this problem. But the whole thing is, with Edison and fishing and all these different analogies, it's all about taking action. It's all about try, trying something and just being brave enough to, to make an attempt. If you don't take action, you're never going to grow. You're never going to you know, become better at what you're doing. And with a, as a leader within your team, you need to be constantly growing. If you stay you know, stagnant, the team will leave, the team will break, and the business will fail. Because we have to evolve, we have to adapt. And it's only by taking action that we're going to see those, those things. You know, as I've said earlier in the podcast, by taking action, you show belief and confidence within your team. They believe that you have the confidence in them, that you have the trust in them, that you believe in their skills, you believe in their abilities. And that alone, just the confidence and faith you put into your team you know, will give them the confidence to try new things, so, uh, to have them you know, make choices, to take action when it comes to these little problems that they come across. And, you know, I've said it earlier as well, you'll stop having them bring you those the little problems that they deal with. You won't have to handle those, you know, silly little requirements that they used to need to lean on you for because they now have the confidence that you've instilled in them. But on the you know flip side of all this, you're going to make mistakes. You're not going to make the right decision at time. But you know you can always say at least I at least I tried. At least I did something. You know, and you you have to respect someone who tries. It's you know if you weren't brave enough to try, but they were. You know that's the big thing. When I see people who you know are being chastised for trying and while others didn't, I always have that question. So what did you do to? actually improve the situation did you were you brave enough or were you you know afraid and this is why many people don't take action fear is a big factor in why people are afraid to take action be it as a leader be it personally there's a a fear of failure and you know to say that i don't at times feel that way would be a lie i think we all at times are afraid of failure but it's how we you know use that to push us and to motivate us. You can constantly be afraid of the, the what-ifs. And if you don't try, you'll never know. You, know. you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, one of those expressions goes. So there's no, there's no point of being afraid. It doesn't really serve us any justice. You know. 
if I try this and I'm bad, well, maybe I need to practice. Or maybe I, I don't enjoy this. And now I know. I know the answer. But before, I was only guessing. And when you guess, you know, you can be, it's 50-50. You don't know what the answer is. So if you're afraid of trying something to take action, really, really look at why. What are you afraid of? Like seriously, write those those things down. If there's something right now that you're wanting to do but you're afraid of it, why are you not doing it? What is what is holding you back? You know, come up with that. You know, the pros and cons list, or however you want to write it down. Say, I want to accomplish this. Why aren't I doing it? Well, I'm afraid of the fall. I'm afraid the outcome won't be how I expect it to be. Well, worrying is either too early or too late, so why bother? And this is an expression that I was told at a young age, and it stuck with me for forever. I can stress about things as much as I want leading up to it, but it's not going to do me any good. It's not going to help me. You know, I can either acknowledge that I'm worried about something, but I have to take action coming up. So if I'm worried about it, I might as well practice or put some more effort into developing the skill that's going to allow me to you know, take action effectively. And you know, if I've taken the action and I don't know how the outcome is yet, worrying about it isn't going to really do any good because it's in the past. I can't go back and change anything. All we can do is review. And this is something I really recommend everyone does as much as possible, really reflect and write down, or if you don't like writing things down, just really think about why something did or did not work. Be critical with yourself. And, you know, if you can rely on your team, if you have a team, or if you're a small business or just an individual listening to this podcast, really be critical about what did or did not work on it. Um, And find ways you can improve upon that. Reflection is a key part of leadership. You know, we do all these projects as in teams and sometimes things don't work well. Well, why? And if you're really cannibal, you'll definitely point the finger at yourself and say, all right, well, I had a, a factor in this, so I definitely did not do something effectively. So somewhere along the line, I need to improve. Now, that's not a whole blame game. And some people might take those words and say, oh, you just want, you just want us to blame ourselves. Not at all. You need to be accountable to yourself. You need to own up to the fact that as a leader, or as the person responsible for your own actions, you have to be accountable. No one else is accountable for your own actions. Yes, there could be factors of your history that you know make you choose certain options over the other, but in the end, you're still choosing those options. You, your past employer made you feel a certain way, so you don't do things you know the way you'd like to because they belittled you. Well, that's you know. Your, your fault. Your new employer is not asking you to do that. Your team's not telling you to do it that way. You're imposing these restrictions on your actions because of your fear. So if you find that you've been putting off taking action on something, I'd probably say that you've definitely got a fear. You're worried about what other people think of you. And who cares? Um, it's a hard thing to say. I know it's very cliche. Oh, what? Who cares what other people say? You know, People who have less than you will always criticize you, and people who have more than you won't. You know, people who speak with these big businesses and these big, you know, successful people, and they're quite often the ones who are willing to talk to you about their biggest failures and what they learned because they're successful. They don't care anymore. People who don't try things, they're more likely to criticize you. 
you know, hear those stories all the time where, you know, a parent or a sibling says, oh, don't do that. You're not going to be any good at that. What, you know, knowledge do they actually have about you and about, you know, that task at hand? So many of us have these hidden talents that we're being, uh, we're not pursuing because we're afraid of those talents. We're afraid of taking action because we don't have the confidence in ourselves and the people around us, our support team, they're not instilling the confidence in us. This is where it comes back to with the team, like I said earlier, when you take action, your team you know, has the belief that you believe in them. And so personally, when you find your family or friends are saying, don't do this, they're really holding you back from taking action, they criticize you, and they make you scared of the, you know, the fallout, you know, they're not helping you. It's their own fears that they're putting onto you, and they're not giving you that confidence. You, know, you see these families where you know, the mother or father you know, risked it all. And you know, maybe it didn't play out, or maybe it did, but the children walk with a whole new understanding of respect of you know hard work and bravery and just trying things. But you know, you see those others who their parents played by the rules and did everything by the book and didn't really take action. It's kind of you know this went where you know the tides blew, you know moved them. They don't have quite often the same you know ability of taking action because they've never had to they've never seen anybody else do it they never had the confidence instilled in them and it plays a big part within your business with your team if you have those kind of people but if you're also not allowing them to take action i remember this one time where i was working on a ropes course i was a manager of the center and you know as you can tell i'm a boy um and i was i would say i was good at my job and i had a fair number of females who were quite tinier than I, but they were fully qualified and they were fantastic at their jobs. And I remember a few times being out under the ropes course supervising climbers. And you know, a few times, you know, these people be one of you rescued. And a couple times I had to tell, you know, the female rescue staff to go do it. They're like, oh well you're here, you can do it. So no, it's it's not my job. It's your, it's your this is your responsibility. You got this. I believe in you. You don't need me to take action for you. I need you to take action for yourself. So go up there, go rescue that person. And it was always amazing to see these you know, petite girls go up and manhandle these big bodybuilder guys who were, you know, being totally emasculated by their own insecurities, not by the girls at all. But the confidence I saw in the girls afterwards when they saw me making them take action was, you know. I could have taken the equipment from them, taken the tools and gone and do it myself, but it wasn't going to allow them to grow as individuals. Every time a rescue came along, they would be like, well, I need to get Pip. He has to come do this. What I needed was for them to know that I had the confidence in their skill. I had the confidence in them that they could get up, they could go, and they could do the rescue themselves. They did not need me to go and do it for them. And you know, my workload reduced significantly when my team saw that I had the confidence in them to do these things. You know, at times, of course, I'd get up and get my hands dirty because I wanted to, you know, and I'd often ask their permission, say, do you mind if I do this one? Like, it just, it looks challenging, it looks fun, or I haven't done it there for a while. I'd like to. But I was asking them, not telling them, no, I'm going to do this one. You know, it was, it's your job, it's your responsibility to take action and handle these situations. Do you mind if I give it a try? And, you know, more often than not, they'd let me. A couple of them wouldn't because they wanted to show off to me that I could do it. And that was fine as well. But they were willing to take action. You know, the amount of times I'd come out and check on them at the day's end and say, how are things going? And they're like, oh, you know, I had all these rescues to get done and we, we did it. 
I didn't have to know about these issues. It wasn't when I say rescues, that's mean someone getting tired and calling it quits. Not nothing major, nothing I needed to know. If there was anything medical related, they would always let me know. But it was more so someone tired, you know, they, they got scared, they want they called it quits basically. It's all it came down to. And the team, by them having the confidence themselves to take action, allowed me to focus on the customer service and the growth of the the center. And I had to, you know, really, you know, just put the faith in them. And it was only by me telling them that at times they had to take the action and I wasn't going to do it for them that they were then able to take that action and grow as an individual and you know made my life easier and this is the big thing where taking action at first is quite daunting because as a leader especially if it's a new team you've got to take all the action you've got to lead by example but as you start taking action at times your action might be to tell somebody else to take action Especially when you know someone's got skills and they might be nervous saying, oh, you know, Paul, you've got this. You're doing this. I'm not taking action. My action was to tell you to take action. And, you know, that's how small action can be. You know, if you know someone has the tools, if you know someone has the right answer, make them speak up. Make them do the work. Because by doing so, you know, that individual is going to feel on top of the world that you believe in them. And, you know, at times, if you have the ability to say, hey, you, you go do this. I'll see you later and leave. You know, you're, you're saying that you trust that person enough to not be present. If you're willing to take that level of action and say, you know, you got this. I'll see you later when it's all done. I don't need to be here. That right there, you know, really instills a lot of confidence. At times they might say, hey, do you mind sticking around just to make sure I do it right? That's fine. You know, say, yeah, sure. I'm sure you don't need me to, but I'd be happy to watch, happy to, to help you if need be. You know, you can probably teach me a few things, you know, you know, taking that, you know, that mentor role in the, in the outcome. But really, it's all about taking action. You know, if you don't do anything, you're never going to grow. Your team's going to come stagnant and their confidence is going to really fail. So we see it all the times in movies and recently in the political world, we see people not taking action. And it doesn't really give us any confidence in their skills. We see people below them taking action. We're like, that person should be prime minister. That person should be, you know, whatever. And if the people below you are making those big decisions because you're paralyzed by fear, people don't believe in you. And then when you start making decisions, they don't believe in your decision anymore because you never used to make the decisions. You never had the confidence in yourself back then to do it. So then your team starts to question everything you do and as a leader you don't need them questioning you in that level there's definitely uh, benefits of criticisms criticism we'll talk about that in future podcasts but when someone doesn't believe in you at all because you've never taken action and all of a sudden you're now trying it's like who is this guy who who are you just go back and sit you know sit at the top of your ivory tower we've got this don't do anything because you can't do anything because you've proven to us you can't do anything and we'll make all the decisions, and you'll reap all the glory. And, you know, there you can obviously tell that mindset has some major cultural downsides. And it just comes down to, you know, the inability of taking action. So I hope you get the idea of why it's important to take action. And this podcast, the, the episode beforehand about your, your kill list and about being accountable to yourself, I hope you put these two together and really start understanding the importance of you're taking action for yourself to grow as an individual, to take action as a leader, to put you know faith in your team to build their confidence. And you can start to understand the downsides, the risks of what happens when you don't take action. 
if you're a leader, you need to be brave. You need to believe in the people you have around you. Ideally, you've hired people who highlight your strengths. So you should be able to lean on you for your strengths and lean on them for all the others. If you're not confident in your team, chances are you realize you've hired people like you and you know their weaknesses because they're your same weaknesses. And that's often why people don't let their team make decisions because they know they can't because you've hired a bunch of people like you. All right, well, that's it for today's podcast of the Wolfpack Leadership and Culture Podcast. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. Please find us on Twitter at Premier Team Building, on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. We're absolutely everywhere at Premier Team Building. You can find us there. If you want to be part of our podcast, ask us any questions, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love you to be on our podcast as a guest. You know, if you have questions, please call in. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, the whole works. We're everywhere. Remember, you got this. Believe in your team and they'll help you grow.